interrupt this program to bring you a special report. And welcome back to another episode of The Odd Pod. Today, it's the special end of the world edition. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, uh, we wanted to do a special episode uh, to kind of just shoot the shit and see what everybody's thinking about the, the COVID-19 or the corona, whatever you want to call it. So I'm joined with uh, with uh, two other hosts, and they are... You first, Joel. Hey, everybody. I'm Joel. Uh, I think you know that. <laughs> and Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this will just be one of those episodes where you say you'll edit things <laughs> yeah, and it's all just, it's just awkwardly all left, left in. in but that's okay how are things going in your guys's areas i mean i know derek you and i are in the same town but um you know what, what are you what are you guys thoughts on it first of all like what do you think i mean you know for me man kind of uh you know we were talking in the the chat prior to recording and you know as kind of derek um had whoa, mentioned whoa. fourth wall <laughs> fourth wall mentioned uh that you know this is kind of another <laughs> we've lived through quite a few of these we had ebola we had the swine flu bird flu all of that but to me this one this one feels um a little different to me i think so too um, mostly just because you know our, our health officials that we're saying, oh, there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to worry about. Just wash your hands. And then they come out and say, oh, shit, there's something to worry about. Let's declare a national emergency. Everybody go bulk by for a two-week period. You mean, are you talking about the fact that you can also <laughs> breathe it in as opposed to just like not contracting it via dirty hands? Is that what you mean? Correct, correct. Yeah. Well, the thing about it I find funny is they say that you can have it even if you're not showing any signs or symptoms. It's like, well... How exactly do you know you have it at all then? Yeah, dude, that right. that's what kind of made it honestly start to feel like a little bit of The Walking Dead. Like, do you remember in The Walking <laughs> Dead? I think it's like the first season when they come to that giant facility um, with that scientist and they all find out that everybody's like a carrier of it. And when you die, like that's when you become infected, you know? So like w when they said right. everybody could possibly have it, it's like... That's kind of like what I was like, oh shit, man. Like, are we about to, are we about to start like stealing each other's like fucking peanut butter and shit, you know? Like, looting, man. I, yeah. I didn't watch The Walking Dead. I'm down. well equipped for that, man. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'm well equipped for looters. So, I mean, as far as, as far as what you guys have noticed, like, Derek, have, have you been out at all? Um, not too much, no. I mean, I've been out in public, but. I have yet to go to the store. I'm actually going to do that later today. So I think Good by the luck. next time we record, I'll have a better report as to uh, how well uh, the stores are stocked up on supplies. But, yeah, I, I, I'm i just not experiencing any of uh, the craziness that people are talking about. Well, here's the thing, man. So, like, my wife, right, she is the manager of a retail store in one of the biggest, fanciest, most bougiest malls around here. Apple closed their stores. Yeah. Other mm -hmm. stores are closing till the end of the month. Like schools, whole school districts have closed to extend spring break through almost the entire month of March. We're halfway through now and it's just crazy. You know, they're trying to, you know, go away for the two weeks. That way everyone who has symptoms now knows they have it to kind of stop the spread. And I think it's just to stop the curve essentially. But I mean, you know, you look at Costco, Costco here, Costco in your guys' area, 
lines out the door. You know what I mean? So I don't, yeah, for sure. I don't remember this stuff, this type of stuff happening, taking temperature at the restaurant door to let them in. Like that's some walking dead shit. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, I mean, I know, I know you guys know that I follow the UFC pretty, you know, pretty religiously and they were actually the only sport that was still not, uh, canceling events until recently they were going to have the, uh, the Khabib and Tony fight, um, they were going to have it moved to Las Vegas. I think it was scheduled to be in Brooklyn. And they had um, they had set up these infrared uh, readers that when people actually come into the arena, it infrared reads their temperatures. And so that was uh, what the plan was. And up until, I think, yesterday, the uh, Nevada Athletics uh, Commission decided just to, you know, cancel everything altogether. And so it's just it's so crazy how everything's kind of just following suit, you know. I mean, Logan's school shut down. Um, my work has some pretty extensive procedures. Um, I won't say where I work, but um, a coworker and myself, um, you know, we had to set up like a whole command center for, you know, our um, our leaders to kind of decide like what everybody's going to do, um, you know, if people can work remotely and, and whatnot. So, I mean, it's it, it definitely to kind of what you were saying, Joel, it definitely does feel, you know, more real. It feels more impactful. And I don't know. I don't know if that's because you know everything's so just readily available, and it just spreads like a wildfire with social media. Or there's also the whole conspiracy. I think that's just more in response to the way people are treating it. I mean, they're going out buying all the toilet paper along with all the other household uh, amenities, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are <laughs> definitely taking them. advantage of the situation. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, because they do rely on advertising. So. Right, it's marketing. It's marketing 101. You take current events and you turn that in your favor. You make profit off of it. I mean, everybody is doing that. But let's look at the facts, right? We've got multiple countries at this point quarantined. The entire, like, almost all of Italy, they now have Spain. They obviously had a lot of China. I mean, not only are these places, these entire places quarantined, but business is closing Apple closing, they have so many stores. Do you know how huge of a loss of revenue that is? To close a store my and, you know, canceling football games, basketball games, baseball games. They canceled all of spring training in Arizona. All of the, like, Cub Stadium is closed, which I've never seen that as long as I've been down here. All of that put together tells me that we should be taking this a little more seriously. Or well, it sounds like someone knows something we don't know. Yeah, so... I mean, I don't mean to sound jokey about it, but it, it kind of just sounds to me like people were looking for an excuse for a day off. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, when you talk about, like, people, employees at Starbucks like or taking advantage, the mean? Apple Store. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Well, there's always going to be those There's got to be a, a percentage of people who don't necessarily buy into it, but they're like, oh, okay, yeah, well, I, I mean, I guess if we have to take the day off... Paid day off, you say? Okay, yeah, right, just, right. right. Paid two weeks off? Absolutely. Sign yeah, me dude. Up. So, like, uh, like I was kind of beginning to say about my work is they've um, they've implemented like a like a COVID nineteen um, uh, like like PTO kind of thing where it, if hmm. you or your family is affected by it, and they they I think I think you have to test positive, which that's a whole thing in itself is that there's not a whole lot of tests available from what I've heard. And now now the emergency rooms are saying that if you do start to show symptoms in even if you I think it's even if you have a fever, then like 
they they might not have enough room. But anyway, um, my work is like allowing people to work remotely from home, but I'm kind of in a unique situation because of my role. You know, I help take care of the buildings like I'm facility. So, you know, we maintain like Mm -hmm. the HVAC stuff and um, we do inspections and maintenance and fix stuff up. So the majority of my job is like actually physically being there where you can't work from home. I mean, I I was instructed to take my laptop home. And I've um, and I've made sure that, you know, everything functions and there are some type things that I can do. But, you know, Jen and I are kind of like we're kind of somewhere in the middle of, you know, um, being, you know, concerned about it. And then also not really knowing, you know, like the legitimate legitimacy of it. But it's it's like there's been several memes, I mean, on Facebook and everybody's seen this, but (laughs) it's like to to not take it seriously. And then be wrong about it, you know, you could <laughs> suffer some serious consequences. But to take it seriously, maybe even overreact a little bit, like it's better to be safe than sorry, you know. So, right, it's just like a, a gun or a fire extinguisher, right? Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it, right? I mean, it's just the way it is, right? Touching on memes, like you mentioned earlier, I don't know if it has a name or what it is, but I'm sure everyone's familiar with it. That dog that just sits in. Uh, it's house while there's a house fire going on. Like, oh, this is fine, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then the fire gets bigger and it's like, this is fine. I'm okay with this. I think it's called This it's Is like, Fine Dog. Right, yeah. So I kind of think of it's like that where, I mean, you, you're not taking it seriously until it affects you personally, like you yourself. Right. Maybe not even necessarily a friend or a family member, but if it's anyone else that you don't know and there are cases of death that you hear about, you're like, this is fine. This is not impacting me at all. Right. Until it does. <laughs> right. So talking about how it does affect you guys personally, like, JJ, how are you feeling? Like, personally, how are you feeling? Well, for me, man, you know, knowing that um, it that originally age was a big factor, but now it's moved to males are more affected by it, and male smokers are even more affected. And it's based on the numbers I was provided that I looked at, male smokers are the most most at risk for death i'm a male smoker like that scares the shit out of me but at the same time i always social distance myself i always practice social distancing i don't like people right so it's, a, it's not a big deal for kind me, of kind of your dream come I true i mean it's like you're, right. you're incentivized to like play video games and stay in and yeah you want me to stay and play cod all day no problem <laughs> I guess. yeah yeah I can't wait until they come out with a coronavirus expansion pack for that. I know. Oh, dude, like an outbreak scenario? That'll be like a 30-kill streak. You just drop a coronavirus on everybody. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's that buying up the toilet paper. and Amazing. Dude, I'm um I'm running pretty high in anxiety. Like it's it for me it's been pretty rough these last these last couple of days to be honest. Um I think that's the biggest thing you got to watch out for is just the the panic, you know, you right. got to keep yourself in a calm state of mind because that is going to be the one thing that just drives you up the wall. Yeah. Uh, especially with Logan and Raiden, man. Yeah. Like that, oh yeah. That's, I've been wondering, you know, um, if you mm. guys pulled Logan out of school early, are you guys going to keep him later? So here's, yeah. so we kind of have another interesting scenario. So Logan got sick last Friday and he has had a cough. It's a wet cough. Mm-hmm. And he has had, That's good. yeah, and he, you know, other than that, like he's, it, it just seems to be like a cold, you know, and um, with Jen and Raiden, you know, I was kind of doing like the bedtime routine with him. And so I would put him to bed and, you know, I, I grabbed some masks for him and stuff. This was before like the Corona kind of, you know, really 
was completely lit on fire. But so I was just kind of taking some general precautions, you know, just to make sure I didn't get it. So I didn't miss work and whatnot. And so for like the past week, um, like I said, this was like the Friday before last. So he's, he's been sick for like a week, week and a half now. No, Mm. no symptoms of, you know, the COVID-19 or anything. It's like, like I said, his cough is wet. He doesn't have a fever, you know, nothing like that. Um, but I, I've so far been lucky, man. Like I've been around him in proximity and I have not gotten like sick. So then, uh, night before last, uh, so Friday night, uh, Jen started to feel sick. And so now she has a cough and hers again is hers is wet and everything like that, you know, and like we've been making sure like we're going on walks outside and she's like doing yoga and stuff to stay active and eating healthy and everything. But Mm -hmm. it's like like Raiden so far, it hasn't like there's nothing going on with him, nothing going on with me. But it just it makes me so much more anxious because for one, if they say that you do have symptoms that you don't know of for like up to 10 days, it's like, could this mutate? Like what, you know, could I? And then if I get sick, I'm already like the most fucking anxious person you'll ever meet. So if I (laughs) if I feel like I'm getting a cough, dude, I'm like, oh, I got Corona. I'm dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how I operate. (laughs) I don't know if it's genetics from our family or what. And so far, yeah. Yeah, so far CBD has been mm-hmm. able to slightly mitigate it, but it's it's rough, man. Like I'm just constantly in my head, and what I kind of had a battle with today is just really staying off of my phone because there are so many Facebook experts, there are so many different points of view that right. nobody really knows what's going on. Like I don't, and then there's the thing about you don't know if you can trust the media, you don't know if you can trust, you don't know if you can trust the CDC. We don't really know exactly who is correct. You know, we don't know. If it's just fear mongering, we don't know if there's some real legitimacy to it. We just don't know. So that's that's the the unknown is what makes me so anxious, you know. Right. Yeah. And here's what we do know, man. It is a real virus. Yeah. It is affecting people. It does spread way worse than the normal flu or even the normal cold. Right. But the deaths as of right now are down. Other than that, there well, isn't the, really the figure any I saw, and I mean I don't want to give an exacting figure because when you're in the pandemic, you know, you tend to find that statistics you threw out could be irrelevant by tomorrow. Exactly. But from what I heard, it's kind of in the low hundreds. And out of all the other past epidemics we've had, Ebola, SARS, bird flu, uh, the swine flu, the swine flu apparently was by far the most impactful across the board in terms of the number of countries it infected, which was 214 it was able to spread to a total cases of 1,632,258 and deaths, which were 284,500. But the coronavirus, by comparison, I'm not really all that impressed with it at the moment. <laughs> God, you're just asking for it, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to level with you guys. I've been sick now for the past five, six weeks. Yeah, I mean, that, you, I you know this because of all my coughing fits on the podcast. Yeah, but you know I've edited it out, so the listeners won't won't know about that. But so what I'm saying is, yeah, I'll be dead by tomorrow morning. <laughs> no, no, man, you're all right. But yeah, th- that's kind of what I've been hearing a lot. Like, um, people have been, especially with a cough. Like, there's a lot of coworkers I've had that have just had lingering yeah. coughs for a long time. Um, like I said, Logan's had this cough for like a week and a half now. And it's, it's like, it's mucusy, so you know it's moving around, whereas the COVID is like a dry cough, I guess, and yeah. you, well, you, mine is definitely you want a wet progress, cough, but, but that's good. I mean, it started right. up around the same time people were talking about the coronavirus, and I was like, 
I think I was kind of like you, but I was more like laid back about it. I was like, oh, okay. I must have that then. Eh, that's all right. <laughs> right. I'm ready. <laughs> and that's what's so... so it, go ahead. It looks like uh, as of yesterday at 8 p.m., um, 156,000 cases and 6,000 deaths. Uh, mm-hmm. In the U.S.? Uh, across the globe so far. Oh, okay. I heard yeah, Italy so... was recently hit with the single most uh, deaths... Uh, I think it was like somewhere around the 300, 350 range. And yeah, so total deaths, 5,819, 5, 72,000 recoveries, hmm. 156,099 cases. Italy has, China, so China has 80,000, almost 81,000 infected, just over 3,000 deaths. Italy has 21,000 infected, just over 1,400 deaths. So it's not terrible, but let's look at the time frame. You know what I mean? This is since mid-February. Right. So about about yeah. 30 days, almost 6,000 dead in 30 days. I mean, and we have no idea if this is going to change its genetic makeup and, and switch. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And like they've so, mentioned with the warm weather that it could go away, but then it could also come back in the fall. So, Right. Or let's say it adapts. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... I had heard somewhere you know, that there were... People had said there was some kind of combinational makeup that made it similar to that of AIDS mixed with SARS or some other bullshit. I'm like, what? Hmm. No, but yeah, yeah. I'd also heard that there was um. Oh, what were you gonna say? Um, from what I heard, I guess there was some expert on the Joe Rogan podcast, and that one really kind of um, it kind of made me mad, and it, it kind of also worried me more. But it sounds like the majority of the people that are actually dying are an average age about 80, 81. So that makes me feel a little bit better about it. But one of the things that they mentioned is um, people like who have diabetes, who have um, weakened immune. Well, well, see, that's that's also another we don't when they say you could have it and not even test positive for the symptoms. I think in those particular cases where you're already looking at the elderly, they could have just passed away and died of natural causes, and you just wrote it off. You know, you checked the box and said, "Oh, it was coronavirus. That's what killed him." It could be. Man, and we don't. Yeah. We don't know. They're just taking advantage of that death as a statistic. To right. Right. Put towards this, and then right. you know, to put my tinfoil hat on, like, do we really know? Like, are those deaths all actually like confirmed? That's what we don't really know. Right. Right. You know, let I me, can uh, tell you one thing. Looking at all the list out of countries and the reported cases stacked against the deaths, I do not believe a single statistic coming out of China at all. They list one of the lowest rates of deaths, but this is where the epicenter of it all began in the Wuhan province of China. They said, right. like, what, 20 deaths? That's bullshit. Well, and then That's to kind bullshit. of go, go back to, Joel, what you were saying about the Apple stores, they closed down all of the Apple stores except for the ones in China. Really? That's what I heard. So isn't that a little weird? That is a little bizarre. So, and let me ask you this. Again, tinfoil hat. Yeah, I want to go down this path. Population <laughs> control, bioweapon. That's yeah. definitely been thrown out there. I've heard of it. Yeah, to kind of provide a distraction, I really do want to go down this path. Um, so, so somebody um, posted, actually somebody that you and I both know, uh, know Joel, um, on Facebook. L- let me just read this to you guys. I thought this was interesting. I don't know if all of it is confirmed, but 
I just kind of want to read it and then see what you guys think. All right. Okay. So right before coronavirus came, CEO of Disney stepped down. CEO of Tinder, Hinge, OkCupid, Match all stepped down. CEO of Hulu, MedMen, L brands like Victoria's Secret, Bath and Body Works, uh, Sales Forces, Harley Davidson, IBM, T-Mobile, LinkedIn, and Mastercard all stepped down. And that doesn't sound right. So let let me con- let me continue. Uh, yeah, on. yeah. Uh, this says and so many more not listed, but let's just stick with these uh, that most that we most know about. Weird that they stepped down right before coronavirus scare, almost like they all knew it was coming. Following it, stocks have seen their biggest crash in recorded history, worse than the Great Depressions or the early 2000s hit. Crypto markets started following suit, and governments are shutting things down left and right. Coronavirus, oh my god. This was a planned epidemic that needed a face to it for the masses to follow it blindly like the blind sheep the majority is. This was planned for decades in advance with so many short scares coming like the Ebola and countless other epidemics to prepare the human mind for the grand finale coronavirus. Oh my God. It is nothing more than a face. Uh, the world is is all a one world government for the major part. You just, you've just been blind to see it. This is larger than an attack on the elections. This is larger than an attack on China as a global manufacturing hub. This is larger than an attack on a single economy like the United States who just entered the largest economic collapse that will make the Great Depression look like a joke. This is the forced introduction into a new era, the online world. Following this will be mass closures of brick-and-mortar stores, the largest housing market collapse to date, a huge shift in power and money on a global scale, the largest layoff of jobs because they have been a scam for so long, now they are finally going away. This is all to make room for the largest influx of automation coming. Malls will turn into warehouses and shopping facilities. Big department stores as well. This is the rise of what virtual sports and the first test of a mass market of it. Virtual reality is about to be massively introduced. This is a massive shift of offline to online, of manual labor to automation. Oh my God, coronavirus. Keep thinking that. You're the first to go when this max extinction comes because it is coming. Homeless rates will hit an all-time high. Foreclosures will hit all-time highs. Layoffs will hit all-time highs. Stores will run out of food and necessities. Those who didn't prepare for this won't get help as there won't be any help as there won't be anything to help with it. It just kind of continues on, but I mean, the majority of it was already stated the, you know, kind of the their theory of what's going to happen and what's right. kind of behind it. All right. Hmm. Oh, and uh, I mean, it's definitely interesting to think about the list of names you, uh, the companies that the founders or the CEOs left. You can add to that list now. As of two days ago, Bill Gates from Microsoft. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Huge. You didn't hear that? No. Yep. Wow. Well, one. (laughs) So putting all this together, I mean, that sounds a little crazy. Um, Just so you guys know, the link I'm using. Um, to see this is map.bitboy.live and it links you to the Johns Hopkins uh, University of Medicine live map and tracker of Corona. Okay, I was going to That's what I've you. been using. Okay. Hmm. So, I mean, as as far as like preparedness, like um, are you guys kind of, are you guys buying into it at all just to be semi-prepared in case there is some legitimacy to it? I mean, mm. here's the thing. I've got a pantry full of canned food. If it 
if something did happen, we'd be fine for a few days. But I would go out and do what it takes to make sure my family eats. You know what I mean? If it came down to looting and rioting, that's just the way it's got to be. See, that that's um that's my worry to all of this and kind of talking about the social distancing that they're really forcing out there. It's really it's really weird, man. It just it feels like such a bizarre time like we've never really witnessed at least in our lifetimes. You know, I mean, we we weren't really around for like, I mean, well, obviously none of us were around for the the 1918 um I think it was the Spanish flu. I'm not entirely sure, but there was a uh right. severe strain of some sort of a virus that was going around. But yeah. like we went on a walk today and Anybody that we encountered, which was very few people, I mean, it's like a ghost town out there. Our our neighborhood feels like Alexandria from The Walking Dead. Like, it's this really nice, like, developed area, and there's nobody around. It's so weird. And then... You know, um, now that you say that, I, I didn't make the connection until now, but I went out to the dog park earlier today, and, I mean, it's a nice day out, right? Yeah. So you'd expect it to just be packed with people like it ordinarily would have been, but... There was no one there. It was me and one other guy. And other than that, it was just a complete ghost town. And I never made the connection. Well, maybe there is some kind of uh, fear at work here playing oh, into that. Oh, there is, for sure. Everybody's afraid of each other. And that that's kind of the danger that I'm worried is going to come from this, is nobody's going to want to be around each other. And it's going to make people actually, like, dislike each other and, you know, be afraid to interact whatsoever. And, you know, fear can bring some, you know, some harsh things. So, Well, I guess in the case of Joel, it sounds like that's fine. <laughs> I'll just stay at home and play <laughs> Call my, of Duty. my everyday practice, so. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, good. I, I'm prepared, you know. I've, I don't want to say, like, what I've got, but I'm prepared, you know, if, if it comes down to, you know, like some some altercations, I guess we'll say. But um, <laughs> when we were going on a walk, you know, we did encounter um, some other, you know, families or couples of people. And it's like when you're walking the dog and, uh, you know, somebody's got like a really vicious dog and you walk by him, you move to the other side of the street, right? Well, that's that's how mm. people were with people. I wish people were like that down here. So I'm not getting the same thing. I just drove to Circle K, which is less than a quarter mile away, to grab an energy drink and a can of chew. And it took me 15 minutes to get home for a quarter mile. So, I mean, people are out in plethora, but we're the what, the third or sixth largest city in the U.S., so, I mean, that's just to be expected. Hmm. But here's the thing I am seeing, right, is places like where you guys are, it's a ghost town. The spread, obviously, is going to slow down. But down here, people are just doing whatever the hell they want. You know, you've got grocery stores with hundreds of people in them. That's a breeding ground. If one person in that store had it and they coughed once on a shopping cart, that whole store is infected. Yeah. So people should be practicing the social distancing more with this happening. Even if they're not afraid and they think it's just a joke, that's fine. But you still need to take basic precautions basic precautions yeah like, i heard like, there is some kind of a racial element to the distancing of m people staying away from most asians and uh asian yeah places of business like uh exactly Eric, you, you've been to my parents place you know the layout of the area and you know down the street from us there's um a little corner store with this man named kwong oh yeah uh -huh. kwong's a man, man dude right I've been by there three, four times now, and every time I've driven by there, 
where ordinarily it's you see half the parking lot full of people just stopping by to buy something empty every single time. And I would have stopped off to, I guess, maybe buy something, ask him how he was affected by any of this, but I didn't want to catch anything. So I was like, no way, man. I'm not going there. Dude, that's kind of what I was alluding to on our last episode that will probably come out after this one. But I mean, I I was kind of being uh, conspiratorial when I said that, like, is this some sort of a weird push to get us to kind of distance ourselves and dislike like the Asian cultures because of the superpower that China has become, you know? But it's like, I kind of feel that way. Like, I know, like when I went to Costco, there were some Asian people with masks and some without them. And I just immediately, when I was drawn to them, I had more of a like you know, kind of stay away from me vibe, I guess, unintentionally. Mm-hmm. And that, that, you know, that's the concern I have is that is if there is something underlying at work here, like that they're trying to make us, you know, do like go to measures to, you know, stay away from certain racial groups or, or even just people in general, you know, and they're just that's like a form like, of social engineering. Yeah. For me, man, for me, you know, I mean, and I, I just, Maybe I rewired my brain this way, but for me, hate doesn't see color. Hate is hate. But I will say I had this very real scenario walking through uh, Fry's grocery shopping the other day. Um, On my right, I had a a woman that was coughing, sneezing, just nasty everywhere in like sweatpants, just completely, you know, she's sick as fuck. (laughs) On the left, I had an Asian woman, nicely dressed, clean, wearing a mask. I hugged that Asian woman's cart so hard to stay away from that other chick. <laughs> like for me, yeah. if you know, for me, it's whoever looks cleaner. I don't give a fuck, but I see what you're saying because I've heard comments in the parking lot. Oh, there's an Asian. Don't get close. Yeah, dude. And that's, what's fucked Out up. Loud. Obviously like I don't, that's not how I would normally feel or operate, but in survival mode, that is, you know, that's kind of where it started, you know, is, is China. So well, you know what I mean? Thing, like, I know Asian that sounds fucked up, but that's in general. No, no, it's it's real though. It creates a fear around. They're the their people culture. who wear those masks, even outside of a pandemic or an event like this. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you see them at the airport, sometimes yep. at bus stations. I mean, I don't know if the, it's just a cultural thing where they feel more sensitively towards these things. Well, they have the the Asian culture. The reason they're more susceptible to this virus is they have, and I forget the exact terminology, so forgive me, they have extra things in their lungs that other races don't, which is why they're more susceptible, which is why they wear masks even outside of flu season and something like this because even dust particles down here in Arizona can cause valley fever. So we have Mm -hmm. a huge Asian population, and they always wear masks because they're always at risk. Will you look up what that is just so so we're not just throwing (laughs) random, you know, like... I want to know if that's real or not out of curiosity, but um, will you look that up, Joel, and see what that is? Because I've always wondered, like, and I've always been, like, not afraid to ask, but I don't want to offend anybody. Like, you know, why is it typical that you do see people of Asian descent wearing masks, you know? Like, I I was always curious about that, but I know that that a lot of... um, I don't I don't want to say a lot of cuz it's too broad of a spectrum but I know that there are a large amount of people that smoke like in China and also with the mm-hmm. smog there too so that's kind of what I was like thinking if this is like a glorified pneumonia if their lungs are already compromised by smoking and the smog that's there and then if there really is something 
uh, you know, that's deficient with their lungs via birth. Like, I mean, that makes sense why the deaths would be so high there, but, you know. Well, I think to call back to um, what we talked about earlier of this potentially being a uh, conspiracy theory, like biological weapon, I heard if that was the case, it was intended to specifically target the Chinese directly as a result, like the Wuhan Chinese. And I don't know what the end result of that is or why that would necessarily be. If it's a, a case of their market, maybe it's just because they have the largest population. And, I mean, if you're looking to off some people, you start with the group that has the largest amount of people, you know, in their population. Yeah, but again, that's its finest. That's all just coming from crazy nut jobs and conspiracy theories alike. So, but then like you hear Donald Trump's ad, you know, address to the nation, and he says, "Go on living your lives like like you normally would," and you know he's kind of a conspiracy theorist to a certain degree, but it's mm-hmm. like you you just don't know who you can trust. You know what I mean? Like you don't know right. you don't know what people's agendas are, and it's a sad truth, man. Yeah, well, it's, I feel with Donald Trump, I think that's kind of. That's simple. It's between him and the media. The media is giving it all the hype. And he's against the media, so he's going to go against what they say, and they're going to go, you know, in turn against what he says. It's just a back and forth between where do you stand and we're against anything you stand for. So, um, uh, so basically, Asians have a larger number of ACE2 expressing cells in their lungs. Huh. Hmm which makes them more susceptible to airborne things. So more receptors in the lungs, basically. So, Oh, okay. There's, yeah. Does it give like, um, does it give like a certain, like a certain, um, Asian, and specifically con- Asian, yeah, like Asian males versus, and it doesn't give like a specific, like Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese. It doesn't specify. It just says Asians in a general sense. Okay. Thanks, so thanks for looking Asia. that up. I mean, you know, kind of just to stay on this uh, conspiracy thing, because I mean, part of part of my brain wants to go there because I want to know, like, how this happened, you know, and I don't know if I buy the whole bat and snake soup in a fucking marketplace and then it like spread that crazy. I, I just don't know. And, and the other part I of it, heard that. <laughs> yeah, that that's the epicenter of it was in Wuhan, China in a market. There was like a, a bat well, I heard or it was snake a fish market. stew or soup. And uh, yeah, somebody huh. somebody got it that way. But uh, but anyway, and then the other part that of the sounds conspiracy... like some crazy racist shit. <laughs> like That's that sounds like heard. it's up there with cats and dogs. <laughs> yeah, well, and then the other part of my brain wants to go to conspiracy theories because honestly, it's a distraction for my anxiety. But um, <laughs> right, I saw another thing. It was like um, every election year has a disease. Starting in two thousand four, there was a SARS outbreak, the avian mm-hmm. flu, which is the bird flu, in two thousand eight. Um, swine flu, 2010, MERS, 2012, which MERS is actually another strain of the coronavirus. Um, Ebola, 2014, uh, the Zika virus, 2016, Ebola again in 2018, and now 2020 for the corona. So it just, I don't know, it seems a little coincidental. I don't know. I mean, with election cycles only having a, you know, four-year turnaround cycle, it seems like you could easily have something crop up in that time. It could be, man. Yeah, I'm just I'm just spitting some things out that I saw, you know, and just Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
so yeah, I'm I, I'm taking this week off. Um, you know, I I was talking with my with my manager, and uh, he want he wants me to come in tomorrow, um, because you know it's gonna be pretty pretty empty in there. But um, with Jen being sick and and Logan being sick, and then you know having to take care of Raiden and Logan by herself, I'm gonna stay home to to take you know help take care of and everything, and then. Like if it is true, you know, about that symptoms don't show up for 10 days, then, um, you know, I just kind of want to avoid shit as much as I can. So I'm, I'm I think I'm just going to take this week off and just just stay home with the family. I mean, you know, I don't want to say what I've got, but, we, you know, we, we've got enough shit for for a little bit. So, you know. Yeah. Hmm. And for any of those listeners that are think they're caught with their pants down and don't know where to get supplies check like your local um smaller communities like for example cottage grove Venita, oregon all those places that uh, have like a raised food place just little mom and pop shops you might be able to find some supplies out there instead of panicking and going to facebook if you go to like the lane county groups dude it is complete utter chaos and the same with the social media groups for my local area i mean it's just chaos like you mean like gouging or yeah, like I have toilet paper and some of the joke <laughs> yeah. posts are like, he'll, you know, I'll trade a case of toilet paper for a 68 Camaro and <laughs> yeah. just, you know, different stuff yeah. like that. But I'll trade there are people legitimately. For, for a roll. <laughs> right. Some lady was asking for tech help in exchange for toilet paper and she was dead serious. Like it's just, it's, it's mad. It's madness. It's crazy. Yeah, dude, it is. It is crazy. I mean, and then also to, you know, kind of go along with what Joel's saying, um, Check out like certain stores if they have pickup options, you know, as far as like ordering online and picking up. And then I'm pretty sure Amazon's still operating as far as I know. I mean Um You yeah, they've shut down a lot. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, all right. <laughs> so not Amazon, but if your stores are still open then Okay, so conspiracy or not, when this is when this eventually blows over because have faith, folks. It will blow over just like everything else has blown over. Things are not going to be the same. I mean, there are going to be some things that are definitely going to change. That's just what it is. You know, like Amazon opens back up. Maybe there's going to be more drone deliveries and, and shit like that. You know, like I think the social distancing thing is going to be around for a while now. That, that's just my prediction. Yeah, I think, you know, it takes 21 days to build a habit. If you take 21 days and force everyone to their homes, that's now a habit. You know what I mean? Well, I think yeah. with so all those media, people who went out. Just, I mean, we've had that anti, uh, what the fuck am I looking for? What's the word? Anti-social, you know, order, like, already instilled within us. I mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I think it's concerning, like, long-term, like, having kids and, that you know that specific fact like i guess kind of what what separates me from both of you guys is having young kids like the 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 know that i have to protect them and provide for them mm-hmm. it just adds another it adds another um element to it it's um it's it's kind of heavy like i i'm not meaning to like whine i know a lot of people have kids and stuff but it's um you know, it's, it's kind of just makes things a little, a little bit more real and scary, I guess. And, um, you know, when this does blow over, I, I really do, um, I really do hope that a lot of good will come from this, but 
I am worried that a lot is going to change, you know, like with, with their generation and whatnot. I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to how this all plays out. And that's the weird thing is there's like with all of the different information and even misinformation out there, like nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's going to happen next. It's literally day by day. Mm. Right. It is day by day. And the thing that I guess the thing that worries me is right now we really don't have a timeline. No. Where, fingers crossed when the heat comes out. It's going to go away, but we don't know that that's the case. Right. So we started with a 14-day quarantine, right? Once that 14 days is up, is there going to be another 14? Like, yeah, I, I right. Just, we don't know. Right. <clears throat> well, we're still in the early stages of this for sure. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I plan to go to the grocery store later today, so I'll be taking uh, notice and inventory of what they have versus the things they don't have to see uh, – how much right. of this is possibly still overblown or what? But right, right down. I'm down Send to us some pictures. Let us know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We can even post it like on the you know on the Odd Pod page too, like along with this episode. Okay, but yeah, um, you know, well, I don't think see. people will be interested to hear this portion of it. Uh, so uh, I disagree. I I strongly <laughs> disagree. I think people will want to know just what's going on in our area and everything. If you hmm. can factually say, "Hey, the shelves are empty," versus a Facebook post, I mean, I feel like that's more meaningful than a random social media post i'm down to like a cabinet full of ramen right now so i mean if shit turns to zombies i i will take a machete to a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> all day yeah dude so that that's like where my mind's been going to like i'm just going off of like the um zombie land and the walking dead and just kind of <laughs> like preparing my mind just a little part in the back of my mind just preparing myself you know like what worked well what didn't work well from those shows and the movies and you know <laughs> what i mean so I am curious on a real note, do you guys have an exit plan? If martial law is declared and something happens, do you guys have a meeting place with your loved ones? Do you guys know what you'll do next? Which, I mean, martial law very well could get uh, called into effect. I mean, and again, on the tinfoil hat side of it, you know, that could be in the political agenda of keeping Trump in office. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I mean, putting putting the coronavirus aside, you know, let's say it's a an earthquake or yeah. a random volcano goes up. These are things you guys need to think about. Everybody, all of yeah. our listeners, everybody needs to think about. You need to have an escape plan. Yes. You need to have a, a bug out bag, yeah. which I always do. It doesn't have a lot, but it has what I would need to survive. But that's I think know, in terms of what people can actually do. honestly carry, if it if they were just like left on foot, I I think everybody has that feeling like. They don't have quite enough they need on them, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, and hopefully that's some of the good that comes out of this, you know? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to stay as positive as I can about it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that when this does blow over, that this is a really big wake-up call for people, that people can be more prepared and, you know, just be ready in case another fire. Because there's probably going to be more shit like this, to be honest. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's going to continue. Things are only you know? evolving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, but to answer your question, um, no, I mean, we really don't have like, um, you know, a plan. I mean, especially with the social distancing, it's so hard. I mean, the only thing that I could think of is, um, and again, this, this would be traveling a a decent distance, but, um, you know, there's a, um, there's a decent setup, uh, up North where there are some relatives that we would stay with. I, I'm not saying anything in case <laughs> shit does go sideways, but um, that that's our plan right now, I guess, is to 
you know, take what we do have and go that way, you know? And again, if, if, if people are, you know, are completely like blase to all this and laid back and you guys think we sound crazy, whatever, man, that's fine. We're at least putting shit out there. Um, you know, I mean, anything's possible. So knowledge is power. Yeah. Knowledge is power. Even if you didn't have an idea, I mean, let's say given a scenario, Eric, you and your spouse are at work. Something happens. Where do you go from there? That's the point of asking that question is to make sure that you guys have a plan. Right. You know what steps to take to make sure you get your people back together and then you move from there. That's the point. I mean, make sure that you have a plan so you're not caught like, oh, shit, what do I do? Oh, shit, what do I do? X happens. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's. It's a very valid point, man. I mean... Luckily, we are at the point where Jen's able to stay home right now, and it's just me that's working that I have some PTO and my work might help us out with some, you know, these kind of uh, scenarios. So luckily, like we're, you know, we're good for now and everything. Um, But man, I I don't know how long this shit's going to last. You know, it's, it's crazy, but um, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to leave this on a dark note and I don't, you know, I don't want people to just have no hope at all because I mean, I think, thought that think, was going to be inevitable. I mean, we, we are talking right. about the coronavirus, <laughs> right? Yeah, We're but, not talking about nukes or something like that. I mean, could it expand to something? Sure. But let's focus on the positive. Yeah. I mean, look at history, you know, look at our, our relatives and, and what they've lived through and everything, you know, right. Um, you know, we're going to look back on this eventually and, you know, realize it was a scary time. Hopefully we'll learn some shit from this, you know, but fun story. Go ahead. Fun story real quick. Just to lighten things up a little bit. Derek, that store that you mentioned, I once bought a Mountain Dew Icy from that store. No, right. Do you remember that, Eric? Um, maybe, I mean, it doesn't sound familiar, but if you, if you keep progressing, so we rode, we rode bikes from your house to this store. I finally got my Mountain Dew Icy dude pulled up behind us on our bikes and honked his horn <laughs> yeah. and I threw my you fucking, fucking threw it up in the air, bro. <laughs> yep. I do it remember that. Terrible. It I was, do remember yeah. that. I, yeah. I hate, I hate that memory so much, man. I was so <laughs> excited for that Icy and then this asshole just pulls up and lays on his loud ass horn. Yep. I hate it. Yeah, it seems like you have quite the bad luck when it comes to whenever you're with Eric and it, it involves some kind of food or drink. I mean, <laughs> frozen first the item. push pop, you know, it was the push pop, then the icy. <laughs> like, what's what's yeah. going to be next? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, Good stuff. Yeah, that's funny, dude. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't want to leave this on a dark note. You know, I think that there's a lot of um, a lot of good that's going to come from this. And uh you know, but just in the meantime, you know, do what you can to try to stay away from people. If you do need food, because obviously people are going to need food and shit, try to look up like click list type shit, you know, um, just, I mean, if the shit is just airborne, whatever, but still try to like, you know, wash your hands, wear gloves if you can, but, you know, say hi to people from a distance <laughs> if you want, you know, <laughs> and stay connected to people, you know, virtually. And that's probably how things are going to turn, you know, is a lot more virtual shit. So uh, anybody thinking about getting on Twitch and starting a stream, man, do it because now's the time to make some scratch. That's right. Yep. All right, guys. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. Um, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, stay safe out there, and you know, podcasting will be the revolution if shit goes sideways. So we will see you guys very soon. Until next time. Earth, quake,
Wash your hands. Do it. Fine.